The Aldis Podcast is brought to you by Aldis International, supplying your expert AI and digital transformation staffing needs across the US and Europe. Today, you are listening to our ServiceNow series, where we interview the best and brightest of the industry to share their story, advice, and views on the exciting world of ServiceNow and digital transformation. Hello, everybody. You are listening to the Aldis Podcast as part of our ServiceNow series. I'm very, very happy to welcome you all to today's show. My name is Mark Kelly, Chief Customer Officer at Aldis International, and I'm very, very happy to welcome Jerry Dolak. Jerry is Principal RSM, and he is running the ServiceNow National Practice at RSM. Jerry, great to have you on the show today. Oh, happy to be here, Mark. Jerry, tell me a little bit about your journey to now and how you got into the world of ServiceNow. For the last 20 or so years, I've been involved in deployment of project portfolio management software. I'd focused on Clarity. I've done some plan view here or there, Microsoft Project. I'm a certified project portfolio management manager. And over that time in supporting those tools, where we had a lot of focus on CA Clarity, uh, now Broadcom Clarity. In my older firm, Regal Consulting, we were looking at diversification of our tool sets that we're able to offer. And we came upon ServiceNow as it was really just starting up its function, its area of the platform that dealt with project portfolio management. They were, it was still relatively new to the platform. Of course, ServiceNow had been dominating in IT service management for years. And as they were expanding, we were able to align with them from our firm, Rico Consulting. So you know, we were able to help out with a lot of the initial requirements. We did some of the initial build for the application portfolio management solution. So we really got in at the ground level with ServiceNow from a project portfolio management perspective. And I guess that was about six or so years ago that we're involved. So we really started to build up our practice, focusing specifically on what then was called IT business management is now called strategic portfolio management or SPM. So we, along that time, we built up a, an alignment with ServiceNow. We built up our focus within the market on strategic portfolio management. Um, and then a little over a year ago, we were divested out of Rego and acquired by RSM. So we moved our practice into RSM US and have been building further momentum, not just within SPM and application portfolio management, but also diversification across the rest of the platform. So now as we've come into a larger organization and built up our practice, we've also added offices that, you know, we've had capabilities for delivery in Canada. So as we've expanded our team, we've also expanded our capabilities across the platform. So now ITOM, ITAM, uh, CSM, our areas, you know, HR, GRC are also areas that we focus on in addition to SPM. So Mark, we really started our journey in that niche of strategic portfolio management and then have diversified our practice across the, the rest of the, uh, well, nobody can do all the platform, but really how we've built up more and more of a solution set, set to be and capability for delivery to support our clients, Mark. 
Brilliant. Great answer. Really enjoyable to actually hear about how you've actually transitioned and such an exciting time for you guys at the moment. If we just jump into SPM, can you give us a little bit of an overview about some of the possible solutions that you can provide? And people may not know they even need a solution like this, but maybe some case studies that come to mind of return on investment. So for those that aren't as familiar with SPM or project portfolio management, there's a couple schools of thought around it. So first you have the traditional, right? Where you're coming in and managing projects. And again, ServiceNow does a very good job of managing projects from an intake perspective, from capacity alignments to planning, to balancing out the financials in the portfolio. And ServiceNow has really been introducing a number of tools on top of that from just a uh, management of traditional project work. But SPM is more than that now in that SP it's also how work is managed across the organization. Maybe not just projects, maybe not just those historical traditional waterfall types of activities that occur within it, within project delivery. ServiceNow has really been diversifying the capabilities on the platform with investment funding. The alignment workspace planner is really evolving into being able to manage the way and use the ServiceNow platform to manage work across the organization, whether it's in IT or on the business side. It's really given a lot of different capabilities, which is exciting for us from a consulting practice in that we're able to bring some different solutions to clients. For example, and we're going to have a couple case studies coming out here pretty soon, Mark, that that are in the work. One that is actually being released today in Canada and tomorrow in the United States that for one of our solutions here called WorkHub. So some examples is that we're using SPM with alignment to our new ESG solutions, environment, social, and governance solutions, which are really starting to be the next wave for a lot of organizations. So we've partnered with our RSM management consulting group that has algorithms that do scoring for ESG. So if a company wants to know what their overall ESG score is, our RSM proprietary algorithms will help calculate that. But we have then taken that output from our proprietary solutions and we built it into ServiceNow so that now you can track. So now you can see dashboards, now you can align work. You can build and take that score and take what you're doing from a strategy perspective with ESG and then use ServiceNow to manage it and to track how you as an organization are going towards that goal, how you're improving your ESG and your overall ESG score. And ESG will, as it's evolving, this is still a relatively new tech and, you know, new for me as well as I'm learning more and more about ESG. You know, I've also heard it compared to people getting a company's FICO score, right? It's ESG, how well are you performing in in environment, social, and governance that's really going to impact our, your overall clients' uh, health and what they're able to do from a everything from loans to insurance to acquisition, et cetera. So that's an exciting area, Mark, when we're using ServiceNow to help manage that work for ESG. Another particular case study is around a solution that we call WorkHub. So WorkHub is a domain-separated instance that RSM 
has stood up that has both IT service management and SPM on, on the work hub that is domain separated and allows us to focus more on the mid-market. So the solution that, that we built, GBW, who is a high-end furniture manufacturer here in the United States, has used WorkHub to help align with their IT strategies and their overall growing business. So our the WorkHub is designed around all of our best practices that we have at from implementation. So we'll take the solutions that we've built um, in our update sets, these use cases for per client and implemented it into our workup. So we've got a pre-built solution around IT service management and SPM that is fast to implement. It's got a high ROI for clients. And we, with MGBW, we've got a pretty nice write-up that's coming out from a use case perspective mark that we can that will be shared and we could obviously provide a link that gives a, a nice background on how mgbw is using ServiceNow within their it organization and using the pre-built rsm so- solution to meet their overall needs that'd be brilliant i think if we'll put that link in to go through that because if it's fast to implement and we can see the roi that's something that everybody would be very interested in and it's funny when you look at esg I see it as a little bit of a game changer now because some of the senior level directors, their bonuses are getting related to how they're doing on ESG. So when you start to track that goal and keep an eye on how people are going to be paid, suddenly it's got teeth. They can actually start to say, oh, we're taking this seriously. I can see that quite a few VC firms are very purposeful around that in terms of their kind of strategy. I think it's just better practice overall and i think if companies haven't really got used to it yes they will in the next six to 12 months uh, for, for sure you know and i the other area that i like about esg is often we we forget from a business standpoint what we're doing to help the world and help and contribute you know we're not going to make anything one one big sweeping change in a and an implementation of esg isn't going to change the world we only change things socially we only change things environmentally through increments and doing some things better so it's when you build and do little things better like esg it just it kind of gives you more value in in what you do within your business right you can you can hang your hat on something like look you know we decreased our carbon footprint or we've got improved social plans for working mothers right and things that we've done that are trackable so you can show success but we only can improve things from a business or improve things within our world through small increments and you know it it gives us something different than the focus on then everything isn't just about profits right everything isn't just about making sure that we're cutting costs through there and i think esg carries that type of you know hey I'm, i'm i'm making something better in the world and i think that's the underlying piece of it mark that kind of gets me it gets me a little bit more excited about ESG than a, a marketing program or something like that. Is that it does give some intrinsic value, and as you said, businesses are taking taking note of it. They're lining in corporate bonuses. It's becoming a component for mergers and acquisitions. What's their ESG score? What how healthy are they in in, in these areas? So uh, we're really excited about what we're doing with our our management consulting practice from an ESG perspective, but also how we're taking that and putting it into service now for tracking market. 
You are listening to the Aldis Podcast. When you're looking to scale your team, or if you are interested in showcasing your company in a future episode, reach out today. Or if you're in the market for a new role, visit our website to view open positions, www.aldis.com. When we look at some of the challenges to strategic implementation, and we all know people don't necessarily like change and are probably being kind with that, how have you kind of managed through the different change agents and being successful with kind of getting these projects over the line? The obviously you have to have all the foundational pieces from a delivery perspective. You got to have knowledgeable resources. We have a lot of former practitioners on our team. So we have senior resources that have been in the client shoes and that can relate to it. But having all the skill sets, having all the primary delivery approaches and examples, that's standard with us. But I, you know, from a delivery standpoint and the, when I see challenges at clients or, you know, you look at the successful deployments in complex organizations, one of the big, the, there's two pieces that are interrelated. First, it's you have to have buy-in within the client from leader, top leadership down. People within the company need to understand the direction and why we're using ServiceNow for, we'll stay with the SPM theme. Why we're changing project portfolio management tools? What direction? How is this going to help? And that messaging needs to be from the top down and have the support from the top down to implement that change. From a project delivery perspective, taking that support and then having a good organizational change strategy. So the OCM around projects, especially at larger organizations, is key to the change. Because we can go and configure the platform, ServiceNow's workflows, and all those capabilities are outstanding and we have the reason you know our resources to go and manage and build and have service now do all kinds of amazing things but if you don't have buy-in within the organization if you don't have people understanding the value of using the tool in the appropriate ways and obviously you got to train them and have the support there but people don't buy into having service now or having any tool for that matter there to be able to support their work you're not going to have much success mark the answer to that question is as it is in a lot of things in, in life it's just communication right communication and getting everybody together moving in the right way and you know that's something that we can help with as consultants but you you really need to have that champion within the organizations is driving it forward. And, you know, the, the one analogy that I could think of, and you know, this, this was more for people here in the United States, but uh, if you're a football fan, I've been watching uh, hard knocks on, on HBO. So they did the Detroit lions this year, and they really did a, a pretty in-depth view of how organizationally the lines are going from, the bottom of you know one of the worst teams in the nfl and how they're changing that culture and how they're driving that that forward and that starts with executive leadership that starts with a head coach that the lions now have in dan campbell that's driving that change and you can have all the skill sets you can have all the different tools and capabilities but if you don't have somebody within that organization being that leader and driving 
that change, you're not going to see success, Mark. And it really comes down to leadership within the client and us as consultants supporting that leadership and be, and helping champion that change within the organization. Yeah, I'm a big fan uh, of all those kind of shows. All or Nothing is a big one for me as well across the yep. NFL and uh, the soccer has been uh, just game changing. Our previous guest asked a question to you. No names needed from the customer perspective, but maybe a time where you're against the wall. How did you come out, come out and come up to success? I would go back that we had a relatively large client that was pushing for change within their organization and maybe not getting that support and everything that that I was just talking about a moment ago. Um, you know, and anytime you've got a large organization going from another tool, this also so happened that we got through the workshops and then COVID hit. So we also had everybody going from an in-office to remote during that time frame. So it was a very interesting uh, challenge that, that we came up with or that we came up against. Really how we got through it, Mark, it, you know, we, you know, with the, the pivot to not being able to be on site, going through and doing more video and those types of interactions with the client, it really made us change our project approach. While we've always followed things more to the letter and going through, doing the stories, doing the buildup, um, I think we had to double down on that a little bit as everybody was going through the transition. So a lot of it was over communication. People were also distracted from, nobody knew at that time what's going on with the pandemic. It was a pretty scary time and you're still trying to work. So that was a pretty unique challenge for us. And really what our approach was to double down on the core delivery components, right? Documentation, meeting minutes, making sure that we had double or multiple people approving because it wasn't the same, right? You didn't have people in the, you know, together in the room, schedules were all over the place. And so we improvement in documentation, improvement in the way that we did delivery, improvement in the even more showbacks and reviews until we got more into a swing and got people comfortable. We, we just wanted to keep presenting the tool, what we were doing and going through it. So, you know, with that challenge, Mark, in that unique situation, we really focused more on increased communications until the point where everybody was comfortable. I don't want to make it sound like we just, we were hitting everybody with spam and multiple iterations through. We, we, we just made sure that all the information was out there. The people were comfortable building that consensus. And it took a little bit more time, but to be honest with you, it it required us to be much more diligent because it was harder, harder to keep people's attention, harder to keep people that were involved in the project when they were used to going into the office for years within their career. And all of a sudden they're doing everything through a camera on their laptop. Mark, to, to answer that challenge, we just really just went back to good, solid project foundational delivery and over communication around that challenge. Yeah. So over communication, over documentation, just doing those basics really well. I've been chatting with Jerry Dolak. Jerry is a principal at RSM and he is running the ServiceNow national practice. And we've been chatting a little bit about his journey to now, the world of ServiceNow. We had some really nice examples of SPM and ESG and return on investments on that. Jerry, we love to ask our guests for the final say. 
quick question. What is our next question for our guest going to be? Yeah, I think uh, uh, something that weighs on a lot of ServiceNow people's minds right now is how are we going to address the labor challenges that we're all experiencing right now? ServiceNow is in very high demand. Um, ServiceNow resources are constantly getting pulled in multiple directions. We as an organization want to retain our resources. And with that, there's increasing cost and as a business, I'd be interested in hear what the other participants in your podcast, Mark, have to say about what they're doing to to address the labor need within this within ServiceNow delivery. Jerry, I'll be loving to ask that question because it's a market we know particularly well. Jerry Dolak, thank you very much for your time today. Anytime, Mark. It was a pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Aldis Podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review. We are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any Android podcast of choice. You can also head over to our website, www.aldis.com, to listen to more podcasts, view our open roles, and stay up to date with industry news. Thanks for listening and stay tuned for more great episodes coming very soon.